0: If you
1: could, uh. Houston, we have a problem. Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one, and I've been to all the other six. We've got a
2: computer restart. You can the,
1: the number you have dialed is not
2: in service at this time. Like the heart rate of skyrocketing. Gentlemen, start your engine!
3: Radio.
2: For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, it's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio hotler? <laughs> oh, Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers.
3: We'll go into more detail about that with some of the people involved in it. Um, We'll get a look at some of the classes as well, and in particular the Invitational 2 class. There's a great synergy with what Rick Shaw's doing this weekend because this and, I should say Mazda, are actually still the most successful mark in the Likamoli Bathurst 12-hour history with three wins in the early to mid-90s. I'd like to ask Rick to come up. He's on in his class. Rick, uh, congratulations for starters. Uh, This is actually your first race back to the mountain, first race anywhere, since you broke your neck, I believe. That's right. 12 months ago I had a broken neck from a tarmac rally accident. So this is my first time back behind the steering wheel and I'm feeling really good. You've got the venerable RX7 going again, the Sennheiser car. It's a car with a great degree of history in terms of this race.
1: Yeah, look, I built this car, the Sennheiser car, for Nürburgring. We took it over there here. We've done two 24 hours of Nürburgring. That finished both times, so hopefully tomorrow it's going to
3: come through and finish again. These institutional buses are pretty competitive, aren't they? They've probably been a bit overlooked in the, the build-up to the race, but there's some really handy combinations in there. Yeah, well, as this race is progressing and going in leaps and downs, there's a lot of faster cars coming in, and next year it'll be quicker again. So little cars like ours aren't quite as quickly get pushed further and further back. We've got to watch our mirrors more often. Um, look, we're, we're as quick as some of the other faster cars across the top of the mountain but we lose out down the straights. It's been the big talking point today, especially the closing speed. Uh, how is it from your perspective, uh, as you said, just driving the mirrors?
1: Well, look, not too bad for us, thankfully. Some of the slower cars are production-based cars. And i slicks down, to help them along a little bit, but uh, still it's going to be uh,
3: pretty busy for them. They're going to be looking in the mirrors all the time plans for tomorrow? What have you got uh, in mind? Well will take it steady, drink lots and keep it on the black stuff. Great job today, well done. Thank Please thank Rickshaw. it's great to see the Master <laughs> rx still representing after winning this race so many times. Uh, third place uh, where they were yesterday, where they finished the race last year, I'd like to ask the trio from Clearwater Racing to join me up on the stage. Craig Baird, Matt Griffin and Mont Wingsong. Might have a chat with you first. Wayne, well, you missed out at the press conference yesterday. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. How has your return to Mount Panorama been after 12 months away? My last race was three months ago in Macau, and I tell you, this place is hotter than Macau. It's, it should have spent more time in Macau we up for this. Um, it's a fantastic place. It's so hard to to get the time. I'm um, still struggling a little bit, but uh, just enjoying being here, about this away from work. It's fantastic. Is it- Easier to come back here having done the full 12 hour before, having known which way this circuit
1: goes. Um, In a way, yes, but it's very different this year in terms of um, level competition It's up with a lot more cars, so it's a little bit different driving out there. um, Looking
3: forward to the race one. You're one of the few if the only top team from last year that's come back with a completely unchanged lineup. Is that consistency going to help you guys tomorrow? Yeah, we hope so. You know, we three of us made a pack last year that will come back and every single crew member was here last year as well. So we've, we've got the same uh, team and hopefully we can go a little bit better than we did last year. And it's Chinese New Year tomorrow, so hopefully we have a good New Year's good Congratulations on third place in qualifying. I know it doesn't mean a huge amount over 12 hours, but you guys are looking very strong. Right, thanks a lot. Uh, thank you, Wayne. Matt Griffin, uh, you spent a lot of time sitting at the end of pit lane before that session to get track position to go out. Did it pop in the car? Um, yeah, we uh, at the, end of the day.
2: Try that. Uh, Hello. It. Uh, I got into the car quite late so it wasn't, it wasn't too bad and the plan was for us just to do a couple of laps to see if we could uh, go near the time this morning and, and I did my first lap which was really good a bit of traffic but no, nothing like I had this morning and it was like you know for a second off what I did this morning I was like okay that's it we're not going to be beaten so then uh, we made a set of changes, just kind of verified that and then we got uh, Wayne in the car to do some laps so uh, yeah so it was uh if, we'll see if the temperature's like this tomorrow
3: it's gonna to be really really hot in the car. But so far we've only done short runs, so uh, we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. congratulations, great job well. today. We're gonna to have a very quickly to Craig Bay Cry, bear, cry. Vastly different truck conditions this morning, 22-degree truck temp, uh, 54, I think, in that session just then. How different is the car from morning to midday, and how
1: is that going to affect the race tomorrow? Uh, but for me, it didn't make much difference. I didn't go out this <laughs> afternoon. I uh, sat in the garage and drank the cold water, but um, yeah, obviously, uh, Matt does a lot of uh, laps in the, in the Ferrari, so uh, as far as setup stuff goes, I've just left it totally up to him and um, you know, just working towards the morning. Alan Simonson clearly read your phone book from last year, that
3: old benchmark time that it beat you guys then, got them today. Yeah, well, I called myself a
1: dickhead last year, so I can call them a dickhead this year. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's, it, it's one of those things I'm shrewd me too, and mean to, and I must say, the flurries, the flurries, my friend, to, um, to, to work in the downshot, if are not really used to it. So, uh, as uh, I tripped over last year, but um, yeah, it's, it's all about tomorrow. It's, uh, it's 12 hours, and you know, everyone will says have got to buy a ticket to be on the lead lap for the last hour.
3: Do you guys feel confident that if you get that ticket and you're in the last hour, you've got a chance to go two places better?
1: For sure. If we're uh, on the lead lap, you know, a car hasn't been out of the top three. Uh, Every practice session we've been in the top three, uh, we've final qualifying on, on top in P1, and um, admittedly not everyone's trying for a time, and some cars didn't run. Um, I think anyone that makes a podium plays tomorrow, um, first, second or third, will have done a very, very good job, solid job. Congratulations to the three of you. Great performance today and all the
3: best for tomorrow. Please uh, thank you for joining us here. Could possibly have been first, but in the end it's second because the second best lap time for this car still got them onto the front row of the grid. Peter Edwards joins us from Marinello Motorsport, please make him feel very welcome. Second press conference
1: in the Gentle Pete. I'll be gentle.
3: What did you say to Alan after that first qualifying session this morning?
1: No, I said, don't worry about it, um, it's, it's, uh, things happen. Uh, we are all trying, you know, trying to put in some good times. Obviously, trying to get to that reference time is, is uh, important and it's also important for the Australian GT race. Uh, so we kind of had two minds in place and um, I guess tripped over it, as has uh, been said. I guess on the upside, that is a rocket ship, isn't it? It is a rocket ship, yeah. Uh, the
3: Australian GT component of tomorrow's race should not be overlooked. That's a very important part to set your season
1: up very strongly. It is. It's, it's a very important part. Um, you know, you sort of got to try and work out which hat you've got on at different times, but it's it's good. I I think it's a, it's a really good format.
3: Very quickly, we saw JB with a little bit of contact with the Mosler up at Falcon Elbow at the end of that session. Uh, any major damage from that impact? Uh, we
1: don't know yet. The cars in park for me. JB's just gone to have to have a check with the medical. Yep. Um, it won't be an issue
3: we'll get the car back in the garage and have a look at what the damage is. Right. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations. You guys are looking really strong. Ben Rubik, thanks. Thank you. All right, our applause for the Liqui Moly 12 Hour, the first time that the Mercedes has been on top. From our from Peter Hackett, Tim Slade and Lee Holdsworth. We'll uh, get them up to the stage. We started with Lee yesterday. I'm we'll start with... Lee again, uh, doesn't get much closer to the benchmark. Six zero is the benchmark. You did a six two. Those
1: two tenths uh, looking pretty good right now. Yeah, it was a little bit of a scary moment, um, wondering what was going to come up on the dash as I entered the last corner. Um, but yeah, fortunately we got a, a very good time at the start of the session, and um, that took the pressure off us, and, uh, and we were able to sit and um, and watch the rest of them try and uh, try and get it within that two uh, two tenth buffer. Um, and obviously, um, Simonson was pushing pretty hard to, to get it and, um, and went a little bit under, which has cost him a penalty. Um, good for us, but bad for you guys. Um, you know, we, we know we've got a very good car for the race and that's the main thing. Uh, it's a quick car over a lap, so we've got the goods all around. I'm just enjoying being teamed up with Tim and Pete and, um, And the Erebus GT team this weekend has been fantastic, just really good fun. This is how I want to go racing. That was going to be my next very stupid question, Is you must be having a ball this weekend. (laughs) I am, yeah. I mean, we get up and uh, cruise into the track and, you know, have a spin in the car, jump out, kick, put the the feet up, have a a coffee. (laughs) We'd love to have beer. It feels like that sort of weekend, but... um, no, it's just been good fun and, uh, yeah, just going to enjoy every moment. And, and hopefully we can come home with a, a win tomorrow or, uh, if not, a very good position. you come here a lot of times in the V8 Supercar. Isn't it strange to go quicker than you've ever been before in the V8 in a GT car? Yeah, it is. Um, I've never gone into the two-minute-six barrier yet, so today was my first time. It feels pretty good, but um, obviously it's a totally different feeling when you come across the line and see a two-minute si- uh, two six-point-two, and uh, and you've done it with, uh, you know, not hanging the thing out of the weeds. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a good feeling, and you know you've got a really good car under you, so, um, you know, to do a two-minute eight around here in be V8 supercar, so, uh, you know, you're on the next one, so, um, totally different feel,
3: and uh, this thing's just a, a dream to drive. Bro. Congratulations, great lap, well done. Sets you up very nicely for tomorrow. We'll head over to Slate Dog. I uh, well, congratulated you when really you walked in, and I said, well done, said I didn't do anything today. Cruising uh, the office, Sladey.
0: So, yeah, I'm about three coffees down. <laughs> um, I guess I actually haven't done much at all. since I was up here yesterday. I did um, just a few laps after Lee jumped out in, in qualifying and, and, you know, like Lee said, fortunate enough to... Um, but it banged in a, a pretty awesome time at the start there and took the pressure off and I went out and um, got traffic again. I started my weekend. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I mean, we just sort of come in, and, and we're pretty happy we with, with are at, with the setup and, and, and the car in general. And uh, you know, all of us are, are pretty
3: comfortable. So thought it'd be best to, uh, to save our stuff for tomorrow. V8 stuff starts next weekend. It's not a nice way to work your way into to that really intense stuff that starts on the 16th.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, driving anything is uh, a plus. Um, even though it's not a VAT supercar, any lap you can do around, around this circuit is uh, is a bonus. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a good, like said, it's a good, fun, cruisy weekend for us. And I guess, you know, sort of slowly building it up before... Uh,
3: before all hell breaks loose, basically, in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Great job, well done, even though uh, you didn't do much and had some coffees, but well done, good stuff. We'll hand over to Peter Hackett, who gave me absolutely nothing. I'm expecting more of the same, but, Peter, I mean, how's it feeling from your perspective? As a race package, this looks really strong. Yeah, I did a bit more than Tim today. I scrubbed two sets of tyres, so uh, that, that was to the
2: extent of my job as well i uh, still working on food, mapping, of course. But, yeah, uh, you right. know, for me, uh, as an Australian GT competitor, to be able to learn from these guys, I had a great opportunity last year with Bernt and Thomas and also from Morrow as well, and now these guys have gone quicker around here than almost anything before. So, you know, always uh, good as the, the seat driver if you like to learn as much as you can and to see where you can improve it. Uh, The race between uh, probably Alan and Tim O'Leary tomorrow morning might be quite good for my championship.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, We saw the benchmark issue rear exactly head today, but tomorrow morning it doesn't matter. The biggest times in the race 12 months ago were set in that first 45 to 60 minutes, weather aside, they're going to go very quickly tomorrow morning, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think uh, the motorsport community in Australia
2: will be incredibly surprised at the capability of a 2012 model GT car. You know, these are FIA GT3 cars that are world-class,
3: and uh, tomorrow we'll see that we have world-class drivers driving world-class cars at what is one of the best tracks in the world. So we're not going to get anything out of you about strategy or fuel economy or anything else. Yeah,
2: absolutely, we fast as we can for as long as we can and uh, make sure we've got uh, a car that's on the lead lap with an hour to go and you know for me that's a little bit of a different challenge for the seat riders you know we're aware that we have to have to uh, race against ourselves as opposed to race against these guys so job's uh, quite simple a bit like the enduro races for the bears we just have to get the car back as uh, straight as we
3: possibly can with the least amount of fast and save as much fuel as we can so I can go out to an hour to go. Gentlemen congratulations fantastic job our poll winners for the Please congratulate our representatives for a We'll to you to stick around a bit for some interviews tomorrow once, if you would like. You. And uh, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow for the race, which starts at 7am.